everyone? Welcome to the Opposite Field Outlook. This is the All-Star episode, Home Run Derby, yeah. All-Star game, All-Star Futures game. We got it all here. We love Juan Soto. Yeah, baby. Let's do it. I am Jack. This is Neil. Andrew wishes he was here. That's he tough for him. Uh, tough luck. Unfortunately, he can't be here. Uh, Neil, how are you doing today? I'm doing very good. A little tired. Um, as as usual. Just started watching the Home Run Derby, even though it already started. And I'm enjoying it. And I can't wait to watch more. Um, yeah, I've been enjoying my Dodgers, man been fun went to a game it was fun to watch crazy game it was i wish what happened happened oh well it's it's, it's behind us uh draft happened a lot of stuff happened it's been fun a lot of bit a lot of baseball going on the mm-hmm. angels are horrible yeah making me news. sad that's depressing it was really yeah a little bit um we're vibing i had the worst leg day of my entire life today <laughs> The gym was unbelievably crowded at oh. 2 p.m. on a Monday. What the hell? I don't know. The gym's not usually crowded at uh, at 2 on a Monday. That tends but, uh, not to be the case. Yeah, so I did leg press instead of squats, and then I did lunges because the, the grass area was open. Not really grass, turf. Yeah, big grass. Yeah. Um, so really it was not that effective. And then I rode my bike here, and I forgot my key to the office at home. So... Uh, that was tough. My dad had to drive out. <laughs> Give me the key. Other other than that, my day's going great. <laughs> other than that. Yeah. Well, actually, I've had a really bad day, but I'm not actually, like, mad about it. Usually I get yeah. mad when I have a bad day. I'm just chilling. Uh, a lot of baseball. Oh, yeah. Home Run Derby on the screen right now. We're watching it as the episode goes on. And Albert Pujols just won the first round and beat Kyle Schwarber. That was huge. That was legendary. He went off. He had like... Uh, he had seven in one yeah, minute. seven in one minute. <laughs> <laughs> You'd uh, love to see that from Albert Pujols. The story writes itself. Look at that guy. He doesn't have any hair. He's raising his kids. The entire league. Oh yeah, he doesn't have hair. Everyone knows that though. I don't think he's ever had hair in the big leagues. Probably not. Okay. Oh, the semifinals. the final okay. four. Pete Alonso beat Acuna... Corey, or sorry, J-Rod beat Corey Seager, Juan Soto beat J-Ram, and Albert Pujols beat Kyle Schwarber. Wait, why is Pujols' picture where Juan Soto is? <laughs> <laughs> I just realized it's the same guy. Juan Soto's the new Albert Pujols. Graphic <laughs> uh, mistake. Juan Soto versus Albert Pujols, I don't think there's any question that Juan Soto's going to pull that one off. I but. think he's not as... Much of a failure as Kyle Schwarber will be. Yeah, that was <laughs> Kyle Schwarber will go down in history as, as the most embarrassing home run derby performance watch, ever. Watch for Pujols goal like to the very end. He's gonna make That'd it. Be insane. I if he won, I would. Uh, yeah, that would be insane. I'd buy some merch of that. I would as well. I might be going to the All Star game. That would be sick. That would be sick. I could have gone, but I don't like being broke. So I was like, yeah, yeah, I'll value that. Tickets are kind of expensive. Yeah, I could have gone, but like, I'll keep my savings in check. We're going to the American League, unless you have anything else you want to say before the show actually starts. No, let's get into it. Uh, we're already three seconds in. I ruined the song, guys. How dare you. In the American League, the Detroit Tigers visit the Royals, and the Royals get carried to a 3-1 to win by Brad Keller. He pitches seven innings, one earned. The offense turns on for Game 2 as the Royals win 3-7. to Miggy takes 14th place on the career RBI list, driving in the tying and go-ahead runs to put the Tigers ahead 7-5 to in Game 3. And in Game 4 goes the Royals' way as Singer gets his first win in a month during a 5-2 contest. Tampa Bay hosts the Red Sox and they sweep the series tough for the Red Sox. Game 1 goes 10-5 after a nice day from Yandy Diaz. Game 2, Chris Sale makes his return, pitches 5 scoreless, the bullpen blows the lead, and the Sox lose 3-2. Shane McClanahan puts on another masterclass in a 4-1 win and the Rays take Game 4, 4-5. White Sox go to Cleveland. They split four. Bieber throws a complete game. Four to eight Guardians. One to four Guardians. Seven to Sox. Two to one Sox. 
Oakland visits Arlington, and the Rangers take two of three from them in a very unsurprising turn of events. Corey Seager has his first four-game home run streak this season. John Gray pitches seven scoreless. Cincinnati goes to the Bronx, and the Yankees lose two of three, four to three Reds, seven to six Yankees, seven to six Reds. Nestor the Molester does his thing in that game, but Votto ties the game up in the late innings. <laughs> Phillies visit Toronto for two, and both games go to the Jays 4-3 and 8-2. Jose Barrios, 13 strikeouts over six innings pitched in the first matchup. After that win, Charlie Montoyo becomes the third victim of the GMs this season. Uh, the Brewers visit Minnesota. Game one goes on through three rain delays. The Brewers win that one 6-3. Game two goes 4-1 the Twins way. Angels host the Astros, and Astros take two of three. Who could be surprised about that? The Angels win on Otani Day. Everyone and their mom expects that one. For the weekend series, Kansas City travels to Toronto. They leave 10 of their players behind because of the vaccine rules. The Royals are lucky that they won 1 of 4. They take their first game 3 to 1, and then the rest goes the Jays' way 8 to 1, 5 to 6, and 2 to 4. Detroit goes to Cleveland. They get swept in three. Tristan McKenzie pitches eight scoreless in the first game, winning four to zero. The next game goes six to five, and the Guardians take the last game ten to zero. Seattle goes to Texas to face the Rangers, and they win their 11th, 12th, 13th, and 14th straight games in a row. Holy! Robbie Ray throws a 12K game, and J-Rod gets an insane amount of hits. They keep the M's offense alive. Boston visits New Yankee Stadium for a three-set. Bogert scores on a wild pitch in the 11th inning to take game 1-5-4. Yankees blow up the Red Sox 14-1 game 2. And in game 3, Chris Sale exits with a broken left finger. He will miss a significant amount of time for that one. That game goes 2-13 two, two the Yankees way. Chicago goes to Minnesota and wins 3-4 games. The offense steps up for the Sox. In game 1 goes 12-2, game 2 goes 6-2, game 3 goes 3-6, and game 4 goes 11-0. The Sox starting pitching continues to deal, except Lance Lynn. Uh, Oakland goes to Houston. They take two games out of three. Yikes. Astros starting pitching. Few tough games. A's take advantage. Verlander does well, as always. Dodgers go to the Angels. That went well for the Dodgers, but it went even worse for the Angels. Kershaw goes perfect through seven innings on the Friday night game for the second time this season. Kershaw is truly one of the all-time greats. Angels make mm -hmm. embarrassing at-bats and embarrassing pitching performances and only compound on the struggles this season. The O's, they visit the Rays. The Rays take two of three, and that ends the O's 10-game win streak. Game one ends yeah. five to six for the Rays. The Orioles win in 11 innings, six to four, and the Rays win the decider seven to five, but Harold Ramirez breaks his thumb. That adds to the Rays' injury problems. That is what happened in the American League. Oh, it didn't work. There we go. Now that's what happened. That's, that's what happened in the American <laughs> League. Okay. Uh, let's talk standings. I got the standings right here. Let's see it. Uh, New York Yankees remain 13 games ahead. That's to be expected, but this time they're 13 games ahead of the Rays. Oh. The Blue Jays are one and a half back from the Rays. The Red Sox are 16 and a half back from the Yankees, so three and a half back from the Rays after that little sweep series. And the O's remain at 500, 18 games behind the Yankees. They are 46 and 46. The Twins still hold the American League Central. That's a silly division. They're two games ahead of the Guardians and three games ahead of the Chicago White Sox. And the Royals are only one game back from the Detroit Tigers. So we're looking for uh, who can be the worst in the division for that one. White Sox are at 500. Could we see a turnaround after the All-Star break? Maybe. 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 No one really knows. No one really expects them to make a run. You uh, never know, but probably not. Houston Astros, they're nine games ahead of the Seattle Mariners. That's the lowest that's been all season since the Angels collapsed. Yeah. And then the Texas Rangers are 17 and a half back from the Astros, so they're not really in contention right now. The Angels are in fourth place at 39 and 53, and the A's... I believe they're still the worst team in baseball at 32 and 61. Yeah, I think they are too. Their run differential is minus 118. So They're battling uh, Washington if they make trade moves. Yep. If Washington guts, then... Uh, we'll see what happens to Juan Soto <laughs> at the deadline. That's... Uh, yeah. 
Projected uh, a contract. J-Rod, 23 home runs just now. I can do that in my sleep. Yeah. People are throwing meatballs over the plate. They're going to 450 dead center every pitch. Yep. I don't... That's why you uh, get a good uh, pitching person. Uh, that's the American League. Pretty cool league. That's all the summary and stuff. Uh, Mike Trout, fun news. Also some bad news with Mike Trout. He's on the 10-day IL. So oh, so things got worse. Things got worse. This time it's his rib, not his back, which uh, is kind of sad. So he healed and then got worse. Since he's on IL, he will be eligible for the second game when we come back from the break. Mike Trout, good news. He will be participating as the team captain yes. for the United States in the hopefully, World Baseball Classic. Hopefully his pinky toe doesn't hurt by then, and that he's all good to lead them to victory. I want to watch that. It's going to be fun. Yeah, that should be fun. Uh, that's something it's, I would... Uh, it's off-season, right? I believe, I believe it's off-season. The, the I think it's the... People can compete. Yeah, I think it's like March... Wait, we we know what time it is because Andrew went over this last time. Yeah, yeah, it was off like, early off season. Yeah, February and March. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's that. What other? Oh, another AL update. Uh, Chris Sale is going to be gone four to six weeks. Again, uh, that's cool. You could just tell in his body language that he was frustrated. Like he got hit, and then he looked at his his pinky, and it was just bent out of shape. And then he just walked into the dugout. Didn't even talk that to the manager. He just went like this and just walked into the clubhouse. He returned later in the game with bandages all over his hand, but oh. you hate to see that. I mean, that sucks. I don't like the Red Sox or anything, but... uh. Yeah, I don't care. Chris Sale's a legend. It's got to be tough for him that he's not going to play. Uh, the clubhouse inanimate objects better watch out. Oh, yeah, that's, TV that's off actually the wall. very true. Hey, we can't rip the TV off the wall because his hand is broke. Maybe I think, he can, like, I think kick something. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think very soft material is at risk now <laughs> due to uh, him kicking now. So we'll, we'll see what he does. I saw there was a dummy in there. So. Uh, and I, I guess this goes under AO. Kershaw throws seven perfect innings. Which I, he's not in the AL, but he was at was, an AL stadium. Yeah, AL News. We were there. We were. That was crazy. At around at around the fifth inning, I stopped rooting for the Angels. Yeah. I want to see a perfect game Turn so that I can sell my ticket for hundreds of dollars on eBay. Because we got physical tickets for no yeah. reason. The one time. Yeah? Well, I always have physical tickets when we sit there. Never mind. The every time. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that would have been awesome if it happened. But, uh... And it was only one hit. Two. One hitter. Oh. For the whole outing. For his outing, yeah. yeah. Two hits total. Renhifo double, Marsh home run. So two runs were scored in those two games. Both of them yeah. were Brandon Marsh home runs. Which yep. is mega embarrassing. <laughs> He's carrying, hard carrying the team. And people say they hate Brandon Marsh and we should send him down, but I don't know about that one. I don't know. I think everyone loves Brandon. They like reading for him. I do like rooting for Brandon Marsh because he's kind of a he was a menace last year and now he's just terrible. I wish he wasn't terrible. So is Mike Trout. So. Yeah, hopefully he can get back onto the field. That's kind of important to play baseball, like be there. So. We'll see. My guy's deadlifting one plate. <laughs> Gotta get the up. weight up. Pete Alonso really not doing <laughs> it for me. What is that? Those forty fives? You gotta be forty fives, right? There's no way they're even if they're fifty. 50 even if they're fifty fives, it's like. I, well, Pete doesn't make it here. He's out. Anyway, do you want to go to the NL? Let's go to the NL. Put the headphones on and then listen right. to the music. Let's listen, and hopefully it works. Hopefully I don't knock anything over. Putting these on. All right, we're good. All right, people. We're going to start with the NL West, because who doesn't love some NL West? The Dodgers take 2-3 against the Cardinals. Game 1 was 6-7 uh, for the Cardinals. They could, Dodgers could not come back on this one. Poolhouse homering against his former team. And in Game 2, Dodgers flip the script. 7-6, exact opposite score. They make an amazing comeback in the last few innings. 
and uh, very topped off by. Uh, what's uh? We have one bench player. I forget who he is. Uh, I'll think about that later. Game three was 4-0. Um, so Dodgers take two of three. Uh, an NL West matchup with the Rockies uh, facing off second place Padres. The Rockies rock the Padres and take three of four. Game one was a 65 win for the Padres. Game two, five to three Rockies. Game three, six to ten Rockies. And game four, eight to five Rockies. Some good dominance at the end. And then the Padres go back home to host the D-backs and take two of three. Game one, five to three. Game two, four to three. And game three, three to one. The uh, D-backs finally take a win. Um, and the D-backs before this series, they faced off against the Giants. Um, the D-backs already have more wins against the Giants than they did last year. So that says something about the Giants more than it says something about the D-backs, in my opinion. The Giants uh, took two of three, however. Game one was four to three D-backs. Game two was a 13 to 0 Giants absolute crush. And game three was four to three Giants as well. Uh, in that last game, Giants crawled back from a 3-0 deficit for Crawford to walk it off with a single. Very exciting. After this, the Giants hosted the Brewers, and Giants took 3-4 against them. Game 1, 3-2 Brewers. Game 2, 8-5 Giants as the hater implodes and completely destroys his uh, ERA right now. Uh, saves are not looking too good for the Brewers right now. Game 3, 2-1 Giants, and Game 4, 9-5 Giants. And to finish up with the Rockies, they face the Pirates and take 2-3. Game 1, 13-2. Game 2, 2-0. Uh, both those Rockies wins in game three, three to eight. The Pirates take a win. Taking, uh, talking about the Pirates, we're going to move to the NL Central. The Pirates face the Marlins, not the Marlins, <laughs> right before the Rockies. <laughs> Pirates the split the four game series. Game one was five to one Pirates, uh, three to two Pirates, five to four Marlins, and three to two Marlins. First place Brewers faced off against the Twins. They split the two game series. Game one, six to three Brewers, and game two, four to one the Twins. Again, Hater blows another save. Not looking too good. I noticed it. Uh, your Cardinals are half a game back from the Brew Crew, finishing off the first half. Half a game. They finished their first half. Um, they face the Reds to finish uh, the end of the first half, and they take two of two due to a delayed game yesterday, so they weren't able to completely get in the, the final game. Um, speaking of the cards in that Futures game, little, uh, what was his name? Mason Wynn. Weird way to spell Mason. Threw a 100 mile an hour throw out to get uh, someone running to first. Very impressive. Game one though, seven to three Cardinals, and game two, 11 to three Cardinals to destroy the Reds. And last, and very least, the Cubs uh, faced off against the Orioles. Cubs get swept to push Orioles' win streak to 10. Obviously it ended right after this, but game one, four to two Orioles. Game two, seven to one Orioles. And then the Cubs faced off against the Mets to take one of four. Game one was 8-0 Mets. Game two was 2-1 Mets, and game three, four, three Mets. In that last game, Scherzer's bag and is dealing 11 Ks in six and a third innings. And game four, three to two Cubs. And uh, transitioning to the NL East, talking about the Mets. The Mets faced off against the Braves for some very fun and very delightful baseball. Uh, the Mets took two of three. Game one was four to one Mets. Game two, one to four Braves. And game three, seven to three Mets. After this, the Braves, not the Braces, <laughs> went, to the na uh, went to the nation's capital. And they took two of three against the Nationals. Game one, five to four. Game two, eight to four, and game three, six to three, all Braves. The last game being seven to three Nationals. The Nationals faced off against the Mariners before this and get swept in a two-game series, pushing the Mariners' win streak, uh, which now stands at 14 after this. Game one, six to four, and game two, two to one. And then lastly, the Marlins went off. Oh, went to go face against the Phillies, and they get swept in a three-game series, two to one, ten to zero, and four zero. That completes your NL uh, league. Oh, That's what I'm thinking. Of. Totally just misclicked. Very pleasant music, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, it's it's a nice little it doesn't really have a melody, so it's it mm. sits nicely in the background, I think. Yeah. I felt happy just talking and I wasn't even listening. It's a it's a good vibe. Like right. when I, I talked over it and it's a good vibe to to talk when you're listening yeah. to that. Uh let's talk National League standings. Do you wanna yeah. talk about it or should I talk about it? I'll go for it. Alright. So uh let's talk about the most exciting one in my opinion, even though it's kind of the less competitive one. Um, the central. The Brewers right now stand at 50 and 43 with a 538 winning percentage. So not as crazy as all the other NL teams, um, being that they're 3 and 7 in their last 10. But the Cardinals are half a game right behind them at 50 and 44, only one extra loss. So I think that's pretty exciting. Even though they're only like the, these records aren't the best, it's really fun to watch. Um, they're 6 for their last 10, and they're doing pretty good. But the Pirates, obviously, there's a big jump between second and third, are 39 and 54. Uh, four nineteen winning percentage, eleven games back, no chance right now. Uh, five for the last ten though. 
Cubs are 35 and 57, 380 winning percentage, 14 and a half games back, and one for their last 10. And then the Reds are 34 and 57, 374, 15 games back, and they're six for their last 10. Um, we'll go to the West. The Dodgers, they are 60 and 30, 667 winning percentage, and they're nine for their last 10. In my opinion, the hottest team in baseball right now. The Padres right behind them are still 10 games back, though. 52 and 42. Uh, 553 winning percentage. This is why I say the Brewers aren't quite as, and that whole uh, NL Central race isn't as crazy. It's because the Padres in here would instantly like be first place. So that's why it's not as crazy. But nonetheless, the Padres are playing pretty good baseball. Uh, four for their last ten though. So not a good uh, stretch right as of now. The Giants really not too good right now, but they improved to a 48 and 43 record. 527, 12 uh, and a half games back, and seven for their last ten. So pretty decent. The Rockies are 43 and 50, 462 winning percentage, seven for their last 10, so also uh, arguably pretty well. And the Diamondbacks are 40 and 52, 435 winning percentage, three for the last 10. So in my opinion, this is the most competitive NL division because, I mean, the last place team is 435 winning percentage. Um, the Mets, uh, first place right now, they are 58 and 35, 624 winning percentage, very impressive, six for the last 10. And then the Braves behind them are two and a half games back. I'm pretty sure the same as last week, um, 56 and 38. And they are seven for their last ten, so we'll see if they can catch up. The Phillies are uh forty nine and forty three, five thirty three winning percentage, eight and a half games back. Uh, we'll see if they can make a wild card. Uh, very fun. Quite not as dominant as these first place teams and second place teams, um, but definitely hopefully can maybe squeeze in there. The Marlins are playing decent baseball, but are still under five hundred, forty three and forty eight, four seventy three winning percentage, fourteen games back, uh, four for their last ten. And then the Nationals are being the Nationals. They are thirty one and sixty three, three thirty winning percentage. 27 and a half games back, and uh, they're one for the last 10. That's so, tough for them. Yeah, and it, it happened to be tough the to last be Juan game. Soto. Yeah, I can I can kind of see where his mind's at, in my opinion, with the whole. Plus, it's not like a. Thing. It's not. It's a lot of money, but it's over a lot of years. Yeah, you don't know what it's going to be like by the end of that. So. In National League news, uh, Juan Soto turns down a $440 million contract. I think it's over 15 years. Mm-hmm. I believe so. So, uh, I can totally see where that's at. And also, I've heard that the team wants to sell to new right. owners. So okay. Well, that could change things. Thing is, maybe maybe so Artie Marino buys the Nats. Ooh. Okay. Juan Soto would never want to be on yeah. on that team. You exactly. Know? He's looking for championships, and he's one of the the better hitters right. out there. I think he wants certainty with his future. He so. wants he wants to be on a good team, and he doesn't yeah. want the new to be at the new owner's mercy. He wants to win, and he and knows that he can get that back because he's a good hitter. And yeah, he's maybe he wants the higher AAV over the years. He could be wanting you know yeah thirty five to forty million per year, and rather than just you know a long term contract. Even if he has a bad season this year, someone will still be willing to sign him for that much. Right in the off season, so he's. Yeah. He's confident that he'll get his money, and he just wants to go to a contending team to get it, which is very cool. I can see that happening. Any National League fun fun stuff, fun news? Uh, in terms of just the season, nothing much. I'm trying to think, because Kershaw was technically AL news. Yep, well, um, we already yeah, kind of. Uh, nothing really as I'm looking at these teams. That stands out, other than Hater kind of imploding recently. Yeah, that's been, tough. I'm and I've noticed at, it, because he's mine. <laughs> I looked at the... I was doing all-star research for my own personal... Like, who I would have picked for the all-star roster. Yeah. And he still leads the league in saves, but his ERA is yeah. like four and a half. It's kind of wacky. Mm-hmm. You can really tell that he's been struggling. Yeah, as of late, he's had a pretty inflated ERA, and he's been struggling, uh, to say the least. I'm kind of curious. I, can, I already recorded two blown saves, and it's been a week in wow. the recap. So, <laughs> to blow two of your saves in the past week, I'm pretty sure he still secured two saves, though, in the week. So, four opportunities, 50% success rate, I guess. Still not good enough, though, in my eyes. So, um, yeah. a lot of the times, reliever ERA gets, like, inflated or really deflated. If their defense makes a great play, then their ERA will go up, like, a whole point because they don't pitch a lot of innings. Right. And then there is a stat called FIP. Which, I don't know if you know, it's feeling independent yeah. pitching. It's an ERA estimator. His FIP this year is 3.88. Ooh. So it's... Pretty high. Yeah. He's been very it's uh, not defense-heavy dependent. Uh, his defense has saved him 
or actually his defense has screwed him over. Never mind in a couple of situations, but. Um, oh okay, that's what that means. If if his fielders were league average, he would still be bad right right now. Right. The way he's pitching, which is kind of tough. Yeah, I mean, in my opinion, the Brewers ain't got much going on there. You know, they have the starters, and that's kind of all I really see. They're all of their pitching was really good, and it's now it's really kind of. Josh Hader's kind of fallen off right yeah. now. Yeah, he still got burns, but last year was kind of an anomaly year for him. It's the only year that his FIP has been under two. Oh, interesting. The year before that, it was four, so maybe he's not one of those elite relievers that everyone thinks. Maybe he's just yeah, maybe had a couple of good years, and now it's expected of him. We'll see what happens. Figured out. I don't know. They're probably definitely gonna keep him though, unless he has like. Some Cody Bellinger fall off the table type activity. Uh, that's fun. I think that's all we have to cover for that. Yeah. And that's moving it. on to the draft, I the have a draft. little bit of stuff on the draft. Not a whole lot. You guys can just go on ESPN and read their article about it if you want to. Uh, How was the draft, Jack? It. I didn't watch it all. I watched the first pick, but I was on my way. To a drum corps event. Yeah. I was on my way to a drum corps event, so I didn't get to see the whole draft. Uh, Instead, I watched uh, Gold and Blue Devils B and Vanguard Cadets. So that was fine. Uh, 2022 MLB first year player draft. The number one overall pick by the Baltimore Orioles is Jackson. No, I'm just kidding. Actually, was <laughs> I wish we had a producer because then he could just pull up the theme music. Yeah. And start playing. <laughs> uh, Baltimore Orioles number one overall pick Jackson Holiday, son of All Star Matt Holiday, in high school. That's awesome. Senior year, he was batting six eighty five. Whoa, that's with seventeen my show. Seventeen character. home runs and seventy nine RBIs. <laughs> During one season. And those seasons, I think, are shorter than an MLB yep. season. <laughs> uh, his defense might not hold up. It's, he's a shortstop. Maybe uh, he gets moved. To defense like might not hold up at a major league level. They say he might move to second. Or first. Or uh, Orioles opt for his bat, so yeah. mu- more so over his defense. Number one prospect, Drew Jones. Uh, he's a little bit of both. The Orioles really wanted to lock down the offensive side as their ongoing rebuild they're starting to become competitive, evidenced by the fact that they're 500. Yeah. So they're looking for some players that will help them hit in the future. Uh, number two overall pick, drafted by the Diamondbacks, is Drew Jones. So he was expected to go number one, I believe. Uh, he went number two. He's an elite defender in the outfield. He's also a great bat. Uh, he keeps up his value. Uh, he batted a measly 570 uh, with, with 13 home runs and 39 RBIs. Uh, and Bro. 72 runs. 72. So, that ain't 76. Yeah, it's not even close. Hey, man. He, uh, he's 11th round. In my <laughs> 11th round. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Diamondbacks, they opt for the more well-rounded player. Uh, not a lot of defensive questions there. A uh, few... The, uh, the Orioles ignored the defense on that pick. Diamondbacks... Needed another high-performance outfielder in their farm system. They lack a little bit of depth there. This kid has a lot of potential to be a star in the Diamondbacks outfield, and he can be a star in their upper minors immediately to provide depth for the Major League team. Rangers' number three overall pick. A little bit surprising. First pitcher, uh, right-handed pitcher Kumar Rocker. Rocker is a Vanderbilt star. He played at Vanderbilt. Uh, He played the last season in the Frontier League. In five games, he posted 20 innings pitch, 1.35 ERA, 32 strikeouts, and .75 whip. Uh, Rangers are hoping to get him up next year or the year after because uh, he's been playing for a little while. He played in Vanderbilt and then went to the Frontier League for, I believe, two years. Um, and you can see that their rebuild is kind of going on with their signing of Corey Seager and Marcus Semien. Yeah. Uh, they also drafted Jack Leiter, also a Vanderbilt star, and Justin Foscue, uh, they're not up yet, but they're projected to come up within this rebuild window. So um, I'd like to see that these these guys succeed. Uh, maybe help the Rangers out a little bit, even though they're rivals. Uh, my Halos, number 13 overall, 
draft shortstop Zach Nito. Seems to be because of the offensive troubles that the Angels are having. Uh, there's not a clear time for him to come up to the majors. Uh, there's not really a plan. Like, there's no other prospects, like, to line up with. Uh, there's not really a plan there. So is that pick was kind of a mystery to me. Uh, As the whole franchise is. Yeah, it's it's a, it's an angel standard kind of draft pick. <laughs> um, I was really hoping for someone that would be kind of more ready to come up, maybe. Uh, assist before Shohei, like maybe next season, Shohei Otani, Mike Trout, right. those guys, their their time is limited. So yeah, would have would have been cool to see someone who's a little more ready. But uh, this guy's fine with being an angel. He signed with us, so that's taken care of. Uh, that's the draft. That's what I want to cover from the draft. Not a lot of other crazy stuff going on basically expected picks. Yeah. Um, you know who the Dodgers drafted? Because I didn't really look into that, but the Dodgers always make good draft They didn't even have a first uh, round pick. They traded, or did they not Something get one because like of competitive balance? The Mets balance. had two. So somehow that happened. The Mets must have got a... Steve Cohen bought them this year, right? Uh, no, last year. Right. Interesting. That's last year, and then they were making all the push, and then nothing happened. He was the one who was, came in and then got the Lindor trade going. Ah, uh, yeah, 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 cool. Uh, Dodgers draft pick is kind of irrelevant because yeah. their minor league system Our is second just round, goaded. One didn't happen. Dalton, uh, rushing, uh, twenty one, slotted value is one point nine mil. Catcher, interesting. Yep. Uh, Alex Freeland, uh, age twenty, U- UCF. Uh, five eighty two, so about normal. Uh, first slot, Nick. Uh, Bidison, Bidison, uh, Virginia Tech. Yeah, those are like the top three. Sean McLean. Uh, he is a shortstop, so a good amount of shortstops, outfielders, catchers. And then, like I think one pitcher only. Yeah, so. one pitcher. Because we're already goaded at the pitching spot. Yeah, that's so true. With Bobby Miller and Pepioy and everything else down the line. That's the so, draft. I trust our drafting and uh, developing team. I think lot. most so. of the t- the three teams that I covered did a good job, especially the Rangers. Rangers is a little bit of a mystery pick. Yeah. Because he's had he's been having shoulder problems, Kumar Rocker. That's why he only has twenty innings pitched in five games. Um, he's been having he had shoulder surgery, so um, the big question for the Rangers is will he be healthy? And a lot of people seem to think that he will be healthy. After his surgery, and he'll continue to. Sometimes it works develop. out. That's how Bueller was. Yeah. That's why he was so low as he had Tommy came up, and then he's literally like amazing. So. Very cool. Could always work out. Uh, let's talk home run derby since that's ongoing. I believe yes, Pete Alonso just lost to J Rod. Yep, he is not. Pete I, Alonso is out. Because it's hard to beat 31. I was doing my recap, so I didn't even notice. It's hard to beat 31. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure he didn't do it. So Yeah, he lost, which is tough. Um, yeah, there, there goes the streak, man. Only two in a row. There's no three-peat. Maybe next time. Maybe next year he'll win, and then he'll win again, and then he'll win again. Who should have been in the home run derby? Who were your your guys that you would have picked? Mike Trout. Well, Obviously he's injured, so that wouldn't have happened. But And he opts out anyway. Uh, right. Are you talking about picking people who are there right now? No. Or people I would have wanted to be in. Who, besides the people who, actually, who would you have liked to see in the home run derby? Like, yeah. who would have been your so, eight I'll picks? just ignore Mike Trout for a couple reasons. Yeah. And then Aaron Judge, for sure. Stanton is literally just a guy who hits home runs. Yep. I think in the past month, he had like a one-something average, but had like seven home runs. <laughs> so, like, everything he does is just a homer. So I thought he should be in, and then at least one Dodger. Which um, one? Probably not Mookie, because he's starting. Maybe Will Smith. He rakes. He didn't get picked for an all-star for some unknown reason. So probably him, I'm thinking, because no one else is really a home run known guy. But he's known for his power. Yep. So, and I want one Dodger in there for obvious reasons. So probably Willie. Will Dills Smith. 
So my picks, I didn't include people who opted out. Um, and I don't think I included people who are injured. Pete Alonzo, Kyle Schwarber. I picked Austin Riley. The guy's been hitting nukes. That's I don't, a good one. Yeah. Byron Buxton. He, Ooh, he has right. a low on base, but a really high OPS because he hits a lot of homers. Yeah. Uh, Albert Pujols. I kind of vibe with the the Pujols yeah. pick in that home run derby. I do too. I'm this enjoying is, it right now. This is pre-prepared, so this was before I even saw Albert Pujols win the first round. Uh, Corey Seager. I was about to beat Soto. Corey Seager, just because he's a known known power hitter, Juan Soto and J Ram. Those are my picks. I think the only difference is Austin Riley and Byron Buxton. Uh, yeah, I think so. Juan Soto has one home run after a minute. Yeah. Uh oh. Howard Pulis is about to beat him. Yeah. Uh, this is our little home run derby segment. That's on. It's ongoing. Yeah. I'm, I'm enjoying watching it. Oh. Yeah, this guy's just got decked. Hey man, you never know. He could just hit like 15 right now. That's the power of Juan Soto. <laughs> That's why he's getting 440 million dollars. <laughs> uh, let's go to the All Star game. Yeah. I don't know how long we've been going. Uh oh. Yeah. Just broke the window. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> We're tiny now. Uh, we've been going thirty six minutes. That's nothing. That's nothing. We yeah. got. I got a lot of stuff on, on the All Star game, so we can. Yeah, we'll use it. Right we'll now. take a long time. Uh, All Star rosters. We're doing starters. I'm doing starters at least. Just the. Mm-hmm. Uh, for the American League, catcher is Alejandro Kirk. First base is Guerrero Jr. Second base is Altuve. He's injured, though. Third base is Devers. Shortstop is Tim Anderson. Uh, outfield, Aaron Judge, Mike Trout, Giancarlo Stanton, and then DH with Shohei Otani. And then for the National League, it's Wilson Contreras, Paul Goldschmidt. Second base is Jazz Chisholm Jr. Third base is Machado. Shortstop is Turner. Outfield is Acuna, Peterson, and Betts. And then DH was Bryce Harper, and he's obviously injured. Yeah, sadly. Uh, and now we're going to go to who we think should be in the All-Star game. I spent so much time on this. It's unreal. Okay. So we can compare it. For the AL All-Star roster, I like the Alejandro Kirk pick. I like the Vladdy pick. Same. Um, I like the Jose Altuve pick. They He's injured, so they replaced him with Andres Jimenez, who I think is the second best second base. I'm very happy about that. So that's a good replacement there. Third base, I don't think there's a better third base in the AL than Raphael Devers. Yeah, me neither. Tim Anderson at short, that's a decision yeah. that I disagree with. He hasn't boasted any good defensive anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's just worse than Xander Bogarts at hitting. Uh, Xander yeah. has posted much better statistics than Tim Anderson. Uh, he has a 316, 389, 453 slash line. Tim Anderson has a 310, 351, 416 slash line which is worse in every category, uh, shows that overall Bogarts is the better hitter of the two. There's no defensive anything there. Neither player is known for being a defensive wizard. Yeah, no. So it comes down to the hitting there, and there's nothing that saves Tim Anderson. Um, not even raw numbers, like homers and RBIs. Yep, just not a even real that. questionable pick to me. Just It's a popularity contest. It really is a popularity contest, and Xander got snubbed. He did. Aaron luckily, Judge. Luckily, he's still on the reserve. So. Uh, Aaron Judge is outfield. He will play. I. That's fine. He hits. He rakes. I was happy with that. That's one. chill. Uh, Mike Trout being in the All Star game is also great, but he's on ten day IL, so he's gonna get replaced with Byron Buxton. I would have chose Cedric Mullins over Byron Buxton, uh, just because I like Cedric Mullins better. That's a that's a you issue. Yeah. <laughs> I would have loved Byron. Uh, Honestly, didn't really care too Byron much Buxton about him. Byron Buxton is starting, so you get your wish. Yeah. I didn't care greatly about him until I had him on my fantasy and I started seeing what he was doing. And I was like, dang, this guy's like really legit. So that's just the only reason I really like him. The main reasons, uh, Cedric Mullins has a higher batting average by 40. Um, and he has a higher on base, not by much, by like 20 points. And then um, Byron Buxton has a way higher slugging. But their OPS is pretty similar. Uh, Cedric Mullins is 761, and Byron Buxton is 770. Um, I just chose Cedric Mullins. He's a little more consistent, and getting on base is 
fun in the All-Star game because True. you only get, like, two ABs and then they yeah. sub you out. So I'd like to see someone who gets on base rather than someone strike out twice and then go sit on the bench. True. Uh, Orioles have been the more exciting team this season in my eyes as the well. The Twins, yeah. The Twins, I mean, I know they're winning their division, but their division sucks. Yeah, it's so, impressive. Um, it's really fun to see the Orioles get on their 10-game win streak and go, like, compete in a division that's the hardest division, I think. It's maybe can be argued that the NL West is harder, but... I, I agree that that... If every team is a 500, yeah. at least AL it's, East the, is it's the most competitive. I agree. Uh, it would have been fun to see a player from Baltimore start the All-Star game. Um, yeah, fair enough. Giancarlo Stanton is also in the outfield for the American League, and this is not a pick that I like. I don't like Giancarlo Stanton in the outfield for the All-Star game. The Yankees already have a few representatives in the pitching department and Aaron Judge. Um... J-Rod would be my pick to mm. fill in for him. J-Rod's hitting 275, 337, 477 with an 814 OPS. And Stanton is hitting 237, 319, 541 with an 835 OPS. So that's like 20 points difference. Not a huge difference in OPS. Uh, and once again, J-Rod gets on base a little more. Uh, Aaron Judge is already there. He's already a starting outfielder. Uh, right. New prospects being in the game is huge for baseball as a whole. Seeing J-Rod hit 30 home runs in a single round in the Home Run Derby is crazy. And it's yeah, really entertaining. J-Rod has more hits, more doubles, and more triples than Stanton. So I think that just adds that, that yeah. fun factor. Jordan Alvarez uh, should have been picked. Oh, yeah. He's just better. I mean, I don't need to go over the stats. Like He's just better. You. Jordan Alvarez is injured. The yeah. person I would pick to fill in for Jordan Alvarez at DH is Shohei Otani. Same. So it works out either way. but uh, It happened to work that way. Same yeah. thing with like Mike Trout, I guess. Like, Jordan should have got his, his star, though. Like yeah, his, his, his vote. Um, that's kind of tough for him. Whatever. Uh, I would have Shane McClanahan starting the All-Star game. Yeah, he's I would just, He's just goaded. Um, he's really good this year. I would also elect Justin Verlander. Um, he opts out, so I would replace him with Logan Gilbert. Logan Gilbert's kind of been a menace. He's just been dealing for the Mariners. Okay, I haven't looked at him too much. He's been a huge part of their win streak. Like their uh, win streak, he's been just dealing the whole time. Uh, I'd also have Shohei Otani as a pitcher. Uh, Dylan Cease instead of someone else. Don't remember who I replaced him with. Dylan Cease just leads the league in ERA, and he consistently has good starts all the time. So I'd like to see him in the All-Star game. I think he's in, but as a replacement player, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, the rest of the guys I agree with, the only other reliever pitcher that I'd like to see in for the AL is Clay Holmes. He's 12th in saves. He's a very nice ERA. It's 1.3-something. Um that's really crazy that's good. for relievers. His FIP is two, so that's backed up that's, by the yeah. by the the deeper statistics back that up, um, and he's been huge for the Yankees' success because they are crushing it. Uh, that's another Yankee that I would have in instead of Stanton. Uh, that's my All Star roster, just the starters. We don't need to talk about who's in reserve because yeah. I don't really care who's in reserve. Like it's cool and all, but you don't get the start, so that's tough. Yeah. Not as cool. Uh, it's meh. Kind of mid. Yeah. Even though they're still one of the top like twenty players in all of baseball, but you yeah, know, that's whatever. true. But Wilson meh. Contreras, catcher for the NL. Goldschmidt at first. I know you disagree with that one. Probably you want Freddie there. No, Goldschmidt was better in every single way, and I can't really deny Goldschmidt. I I had him in my vote every single time. Even if I didn't vote Goldschmidt, I would have gone Pete. Up yeah, until fair. up until like the past two weeks, because in my opinion, Freddie just became way more hot in the past two weeks than uh, Alonzo ever has been right now. But yeah, Gold Goldie has that all the way. No even like probably MVP at this yep. at this point right now. So I definitely agreed with it. Uh, Jazz Chisholm Jr. Second base, he's out right now. I'd yeah. replace him with Jeff McNeil. I hated that. Same as MLB Manny Machado at third, Trey Turner at short. So. Um, I really like Dansby Swanson as well. He's a fun guy. I think he would be about equal for an all-star spot. Uh, looking at their statistics, though, was it came down to the ones column in every category. 
It's like Trey Turner had a better average, but Dansby hit a, hit one more home run, but like the average was only better by point oh oh two. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's like pretty similar picks. I went with Trey Turner, just better overall. Yeah, he, he hits the, for average. I like people who hit for average. Speed, speed. You know that. Comes it's not excitement point. factor. Yeah, you know he's he's got a little bit more flair. Get yeah. a nice bloop hit. Maybe he hustles, turns it into a double. Yeah, I mean, plus That's, he's a Dodger, but like, he's got a little extra to him. So, that isn't like stat worthy. Yep, you can't really see it in a number. Uh, outfield Mookie Betts, Acuna Jr., and for my third outfield slot, I would replace Jock Peterson with Juan Soto. Juan Soto has a really high OPS. I know it's because he walks all the time, it but is. the reason he walks all the time is because he's one of the elite hitters in the game. Uh, his power is far beyond what many other players can say that they've done. He hits way more home runs than the average player. All of that fun stuff. Uh, people are calling it a slow start. He definitely had a slow start. Uh, Juan Soto is picking up the pace. He's not below average in any yeah. factor. Um, it's really nice to see him like have a nice little comeback where he's not terrible yeah, anymore. I like seeing it now. And uh, all the statistics I sorted by, he was in the top top list he was always on the screen you didn't have to scroll down to him uh and he leads outfield in mlb with a 405 on base (laughs) which all that walking yeah that's a lot of walks but you also see players like shohei otani when mike trout is injured doesn't even walk that much and the rest of his roster is just dead so uh wanson has a unique ability to draw walks which is something that i really respect uh, DH, I would vote in Bryce Harper. He's out. William yeah. Contreras in. I like the Contreras yeah. brother storyline. That's cool. I'm cool with that. It's really fun. Gotta do what you gotta do. To the pitching. Yeah. Oh, is that the trophy? Home run derby is trophy. That is that the home run derby man? The home oh, run. Is it Wild West thing because we're in the West? It's Bad Bunny. These, oh, wait, what? No. Is it? It is. It said on the screen. Oh. It said Bad Bunny. Rapper. Yeah. Oh, there's Dodger Stadium. Look at all that parking. So beautiful. I've been Majestic. There. You've I been there? Yeah. Wow, that's crazy. I am, right? Uh, to start the All-Star game, I'd have Sandy. I guess I can respect that idea. MLB chose Clayton Kershaw or the manager. Whoever picks, I don't know who picks. The manager. I don't really care who picks. Uh, Alcantara second in MLB ERA. Kershaw's ERA is above two so far. Uh, Alcantara has way more innings than anybody else in MLB. Alcantara is fifth in whip. Um, I'd even argue that Gonsolin is better than Kershaw for a starter for the All-Star game. Like I think I think the debate here is between uh, Sandy Alcantara and Tony Gonsolin for who should start the All-Star game. And the Clayton Kershaw pick was kind of out of nowhere. I know that he's one of the all-time greats. This season, though, Sandy's been better. Yeah. I've... I've seen... I don't know. He's a better pick, right? Like, if you just yep. look at the numbers. But in my opinion, I think, especially, like, from Dodgers fan perspective, perspective, seeing Kershaw get snubbed every single time he's had the Cy Young year by some other dude who, for some reason, got it. Yeah, that's kind of... It kind of gets on your nerves, and at this point, you're like... Can the man just start? He's finally having... Like, he hasn't had a below three ERA in a bit. His career ERA is like two, two point five one five or something like that. Yeah, it's and on the past ridiculous. few years, it's been like three-ish, I'm pretty sure. So to see it at two right now, they're happy. To see two perfect, like, uh, seven-inning games that he's pitched, like, no other pitcher has done that this year. So I think the hype was just up, and at this point, a lot of people were just fed up. And also, I think a lot of it's just like he should absolutely start the all like be in the all star game. I yeah, guess, for the starting position that the manager picks, I don't. I think a lot of people also cave in to like respect. It's like, oh, this guy's older, and like, yep. it must be nice to let him start because like we have to be reverent to him. It's like the Albert Pujols all star game. Yeah, a little bit, not like, quite the same, but a little, a little similar. So I think that's also the reason why you got to start. Like he's a future Hall of Famer. We gotta start him. So. I think that's the argument. I absolutely believe he should have been a starter in years past, maybe like four times. But, yeah. Uh, this year, Sandy has that. He has that excitement factor. Like Sandy's I'm a really good. I'm an Angels fan, 
people post these highlights of Sandy just like making these guys look silly at the plate, yeah. and it makes me go, "Wow, that's that's insane. That's so cool." I love baseball when I watch Sandy pitch. Yeah. Um, unless he's pitching Sandy's against good. the Angels. Yeah, then you cry. So, as long as Sandy gets the pitch in the game, it's fine. Yeah. Starting isn't really that big a deal. And there's Tony who's having like a crazy year. He's insane. Um, he literally just got fixed because he threw more strikes. Yeah, because Mookie Betts said, hey, bud, throw more strikes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'd have Clayton Kershaw pitching, Tony Gonsolin pitching, Corbin Burns pitching. He either opted out or he got hurt. Don't really follow the Brewers. Yeah, me neither. Uh, I'd replace him with Luis Castillo. I think that's different than what MLB wants. Uh, I'd replace Max Freed with Tyler Anderson. Yeah. There's too many Dodgers. I like looked for players that weren't Dodgers to fill in, and there just weren't any. The Dodgers <laughs> are just better. Uh, I'd have Aaron Nola, Logan Webb. And then for the relievers, I would have Josh Hader in, despite his, his shaky starts recently. Yeah. I mean, I'd have uh, him in too. He, he's a legend this season already. He had, what, like 20 scoreless starts? Or not starts, appearances. Something yeah, crazy he hasn't like given that. up a run since, like, last year, some month. Uh, and then, like, his first get run given up was, like, a few weeks ago. I'd have Kenley Jansen in. He's a league leader. He's an MLB leader in saves. I know that he's not, like... Interesting. He's, he does his job. I wonder how he does that. He does his job most of the time. Yeah. Daniel Bard. I forgot what team he's on, but his statistics are really good. Uh, just put him in there. He plays for the Rocks. Uh, his war this season is 1.9, and he has a 2 ERA okay. uh, with 20 saves. So he's up there in the saves category. He's got a nice ERA to back it up. Uh, you love to see that from relievers. And then Edwin Diaz, he's just been real nice for the Mets. Yeah. He's just been pitching, and he's been getting outs. Uh, even if he gets some base runners, it'll just doesn't matter to him. He pitches the same. He doesn't get affected. Yeah, he just ignores the base runners. His whip is .991, which That's is nice. not elite. It's pretty good, it's pretty but it's nice. not elite. But his ERA is 1.69, so he, while he may allow a base runner an inning... It doesn't really matter because he doesn't let him score, which is huge. Yep. Uh, you love to see that from your believers. Let's see how many home runs he's given up. He's given up three home runs. That's so, pretty good. Yeah, he's good, uh, which is cool. So he should be in the All-Star game. Yep. He is in the All-Star game. Fine. How's this should game? Yeah, he's there. Uh, I like to see it. Those are my picks. If I didn't mention someone, I agree with... Whoever voted them in or MLB picked them that they should be in. Albert Pujols should not be in the All-Star game. And neither should Miggy. That's tough for them. But the All-Star game is for the good players this year. Neither of them are great this year. Yeah, fair enough. You know, The like, home run derby is a little more... It's a little sillier, you know? Yeah, it's just, it's just some guy standing in the box hitting a couple dingers. So, uh, yeah, cool chain, and that's it. Plus, if someone has 600 career home runs, they got to be in the... I was listening to another baseball podcast, and I 100% agree with the take that if you reach 500 home runs, you should have a home run derby ticket. And you can be in the home run derby whenever you want for the rest of your life oh. one time. And if you lose, you lose your ticket, but if you win... You can come back the next oh. year. So that that leads to a scenario where, like, Albert Pujols, when he retires, he gets his ticket, and then he comes <laughs> back, and he wins the home run derby, and then he just keeps playing until he <laughs> loses. And that would be cool. It would never happen, but it would be cool. I've never thought about that idea, but that's so funny. Like, Ken Griffey Jr., he did that. So, like, next year, maybe he redeems his ticket and he comes <laughs> and plays in the home run derby. Freaking uh, Barry Bonds shows up. <laughs> it's one home run because he's off the roids that's my take I think it would be really funny so, it would I've never thought about that yeah it's kind of a brain dead take yeah, it but is but like I'd like that it would be entertaining I mean the whole point of the home run derby is to be fun so yeah. uh, Dang. wow we just got squished that's cool oh. I don't really have anything else to talk about do you agree with most of the all star picks um, 
Yes. I feel like, no, oh, there's one, th- I think Freddy should have been a reserve, like, yeah. instantly. Like, I don't think That's it should fair. have been a replacement reserve. That's so fair. So, that was dumb. I think Will should have also been an instant reserve. Like, it should have been him and um, Cabrera in the picks for, like, who starts. Obviously, yeah. Cabrera wins it, but I think he should have been at least considered as the backup. Uh, not even uh, reserved now, so that was dumb. Other than that, I think everything worked out the way it should. Yeah, um, I do think Freddie goes before CJ Cron. Yes. That's oh, kind of yeah. a weird little... And then Darno, I don't know. There's got to be a better catcher than Travis Darno, right? I know, right? Like, Will Smith is way hotter than him. That's wacky. And the fact that he wasn't even, like, making it there or a reserve added later. I also think seven. maybe we get three reserve catchers because being a catcher is kind of hard. True. You catch four innings in the All-Star game. That kind of sucks. No one else has to play four innings in the All-Star game. Yeah. There's three backup first basemen. Oh, the backups. Yeah, I don't, I don't know why that one gets shortened. All-Star game is kind of weird. It's the Midsummer Classic. It is. Rivaled only by the Fall Classic. Yeah. That's and so one weird. of them is way better than the others. I don't know. I would cancel stuff to watch the World Series. I would not cancel stuff to go see the All-Star game. Me neither. So. I agree with that take. I'll die for it. Gotta watch the World Series. No matter who's in it, unless it's the Yankees and they're winning. I don't want to see the Yankees yeah, win. Yeah, then I give up. Uh, I'll watch hockey or something. We should go back to calling stuff by their their fun old name. The World Series. More people should call the World Series the Fall Classic. I'd like to bring that back. That's a, it's just a fun little. Cause it's it's fallen off, you know. It has, and it's, yeah. There's no, there's not a lot of playoffs going on in, and it makes it sound way bigger than it actually is. Yeah. Like a lot of people now don't Classic. don't really care about, about baseball. Like baseball's kind of irrelevant. And you call it the fall classic, makes it sound like something everyone tunes into every yeah. year, and it's like. It's a classic. It is. Yeah. I like the I like World that. Series. I want to bring that back. Just call baseball America's pastime again. I went, I went through, like, the the last at-bats of every World Series. In, like, 2005, the branding is, like, leaves. It's, like, the Fall Classic. Like, the oh. branding in 2005 was the Fall Classic, not the World Series. Um, I think it was Fox Sports did it. And so, like, there were leaves all over the little score box. and It was kind of cool. That's kind of cool. I was so confused at first. I don't know if we need to go back to that, but it was cool. Yeah, that sounds pretty cool. And the Fall Classic is a fun name, and the Midsummer Classic is also a fun name. And I've seen people call this the Midsummer Classic, which I was kind of surprised about. It's more mid than the Fall Summer Classic. The Fall Summer Classic. <laughs> uh, fall. Oh. One pitcher. I forgot to mention him. I think he should be in the All-Star game. Frankie Montos. Has he been that good? He's been fine. He's one of the leaders in ERA for the American League, and also he's on the A's, so he deserves a little bit of yeah. a little bit of recognition because like, he gets extra losses and extra earned runs because like guys will just throw away baseballs. Yeah, poor guy. I feel bad for him. He should be in the All Star game. Uh, that's those are all of my takes. Yeah, I don't have any more takes. I was kind of high on those takes. I agreed. I got behind all of those most most of those. Most of them. Most of those. The only one you disagreed with was the Cedric Mullins take. Uh, a little bit. And the Sandy take. Yeah. Those are that's it. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Everything else was uh. Fun. I love Juan Soto. Yeah, I, I want to see. I want to see what happens. This guy's uh, he bat flipped when he hit his last home run to defeat J Ram. Like it was the most most aggressive bat flip I've seen this season. But then again, I don't watch a lot of. Fun players. I watch the Angels. So, why do they even have a catcher for the home run derby? Yeah, they just sit there and do nothing. Just watch people get hits. Isn't that like your worst nightmare as a catcher? (laughs) (laughs) So watch your pitcher get obliterated in front of you? It's like, well, that one's gone. Alright, that's going to conclude this episode. That will conclude it.
I hope next time we'll be live at 3. That would be awesome. Would be cool if uh, no one's late. Uh, let's roll the outro music while we watch the Home Run Derby. Got it. <laughs> My name is Torad Borad. Torad Borad. Uh, that's it. Goodbye, everyone. Bye, people.